0: Welcome to Youth Angle on Echo 89.7 FM. I am Jumoke Uyikomi, and today we take a look at Mestra Hygiene Day removing bottlenecks to sustain Mestra Hygiene in Nigeria. And with me in the studio is Alabi Timileni, he's from Safer Hands Initiative. Good evening, how are you doing this evening? I'm fine, thank you for
1: having me on the show.
0: According to World Health Organization, a person aged 10 to 19 years is considered as an adolescent. The transitional period between the childhood and adulthood is called adolescence, which is marked with the growth and development of the child. During this period, physical, psychological and biological development of the child occurs. It is recognized as a specific period in a girl's life cycle which requires special Attention, do you agree with this? Yes, sentiment? absolutely. I do now. What is menstruation or manach as an important biological milestone in a woman's life?
1: Okay, um, basically, when a child is born, um, there are usually very little bodily changes until they are about um, eight years and above. So that's menstruation is actually a very um good sign of and signals the beginning of puberty so menage is the first period that's the first um flow of blood that a lady notices and for a lot of women it's actually very scary, especially in this part of the world where um most of them don't actually know what is happening to their bodies so it can actually come as a shock but menstruation is um basically it's just um the body is trying to remove excess blood. the body so every month when you ovulate your body expects a fertilized egg to come back okay so the body prepares for this it tries to like reinforce the womb with blood and other fluids you know just to accommodate the baby it is expecting now if a lady um doesn't have sex or she has protected sex then there is no fertilization and the body then has to dispose of those fluids and that is what um we see as a menstruation.
0: The monthly flow that yes. every lady sees. Okay. Yes. Now, what are the cultural beliefs and restrictions during menstruation, especially oh, in this part of our world? Yes, There,
1: there are a lot, actually. Um, you know, we have um, places where a lady is not supposed to be because she's menstruating. Um, there are certain religious centers where menstruating women are not permitted to enter. Okay, they have to stay outside when they are menstruating. And also, there are also all sorts of myths about menstruation. Like, uh, some would say a lady should not bath when she's uh, menstruating. Or she's, like, denting um, dirty or clean just because she's menstruating. But one thing I would like to say is menstruation is completely natural. It is healthy. It shows that your body is doing what it ought to do. It shows that your body is responding like a normal human being. So all those beliefs, um, there are also other beliefs that uh, maybe when you have unprotected sex during menstruation, you can get pregnant. That is a myth because it's not true. There are people who do have sex um, during menstruation and they get pregnant as well.
0: Now, we have said that uh, menstruation is a monthly flow of every woman now. Can you briefly tell us types of absorbent that is used during menstruation?
1: Okay, uh, the most common absorbent that is used um, basically are sanitary pads, and tampons, okay, because they are easily changeable and whatnot. But for a lot of people who can actually afford these things, they resort to all other um, inefficient and very dangerous um absorbent materials. Some ladies use rags and uh you know just other all sorts of uh materials that are not fit for the purpose and they can predispose them to infections and all that problems like that
0: now what is the menstruation waste disposal technique that you have heard that women do use
1: yes um i've heard about um there are few um a very convenient method but it's not actually safe Is flushing and they just dispose it because most likely you'll um you're Spoiler. most likely to be in the toilet, you know, so you just take it off and you want to just straighten the um closet and flush it. But it's actually not safe to do that. You can block the soccer way and lead to all other problems as well. And also some people don't even they just throw it into the normal bin and give it to all these PSP people if you live in Lagos or you know, just to all these um people who use um truck pushers to so it's not actually it's not a good way of disposing it. Um, which I'll talk about later, there are good ways of properly disposing of your menstrual hygiene products that you use.
0: Now, con- let's uh, talk about consequences of um, menstrual waste disposal. Consequences of um, mm, yes. improper, uh, improper disposal. Okay.
1: There are a lot of uh, very nasty consequences, um, ranging from just a bad smell around the house to very serious diseases. Um, diseases like hepatitis A and B can be um, transmitted um, because you're talking about blood here and there are some blood-borne infections that can transmit themselves. Hepatitis and other viruses are very notorious for this, um, for example, because um, when you when you dispose um, your pad on, on, let's say a bathroom floor, for example, hepatitis A can live on that floor for like six months plus. Good. HIV is not really very very dangerous virus because HIV does not survive outside the body for long. I think in one or two weeks, it can actually um, die. But some other viruses are very stubborn and some other bacteria as well um, can actually linger. And when you want to dispose your waste, you have to dispose it properly to prevent all these unwanted consequences.
0: You're still listening to Youth Angle on a Co 89.7 FM. With me in the studio is Timile Alabi. He's from Safer Hands Initiative, and we're looking at menstrual hygiene, removing bottlenecks to sustain menstrual hygiene in Nigeria. Now, um, what what are some other uh, diseases that can also be you know that can be transmitted by improper disposal of, um, the, the menstrual waste, um. For example, um, you talked about appetizers A and B, and you said um, for HIV, that, that one is not potent outside. Mm-hmm. Well, are there some other, maybe microorganisms that can yes, keep growing? Yes, um, most of what I've
1: talked about are viruses. There are also other bacteria that can be transmitted. Um, you can get staphylococcus infections. If you don't properly dispose your waste, you can get other um, urinary tract infections Um, Like um, syphilis, for example, it's a bacteria that can cause very serious infection. Also, um, there's a particular virus called human papilloma virus, and that virus causes cervical cancer. So if you don't properly dispose of your menstrual hygiene products, you are exposing other people, including the people that are handling the waste, um, to this sort of uh, microorganisms that I've mentioned.
0: Let's talk about roles of uh, men and boys towards Mestra ig management is there anything they can do to contribute to assist to support our women
1: yes actually because uh while i was preparing for this show i was able to visit some blogs and i was talking about the topic and a lot of the comments i saw was very disappointing to say the least Uh, so men have very very um horrible opinions about menstruation in women. So we actually have to do better. Um, we have to just try and be understanding. Um, no one gets to choose their bodies at best. And uh, menstruation can cause a lot of problems for women. So we should try to, like, support them. There are women who have um, sudden um, behavioural changes when they are menstruating. They have mood swings. Some people even get depressed, especially for those who don't have adequate management uh, uh, access or avenues so we should just try and um, be understanding we should try and um, just educate yourself and you see that uh, women actually have a lot of their hands um, with this monthly visitor in quotes so we should just try and um, be supportive and uh, that's all I can say okay
0: no nothing the men can contribute towards the
1: hygiene yeah they can they can uh, okay let me see Uh, probably if you have a wife who is menstruating you can uh, you know just you can help her get pads like you can just help her get the packs it's not it's a very good support so when they have those mood swings when they feel sad you can just you know comfort them whatever is happening to your body is good and fathers can also educate their daughters as well okay you can educate your daughter when she's trying to become of age you can tell her because that's where you're intervening before the wrong people begin to educate her on these things. Because when the wrong people educate um, the child, the girl, the child, all sorts of problems can occur from there. So fathers and husbands have a big role to play.
0: Thank you very much. And that's our package for this evening on Youth Angle on Aco 89.7 FM. is an ECO production for ECO 89.7 FM. Good evening and God bless. Welcome to Youth Angle on a call 89.7 FM. Today we take a look at part two, Mestra Hygiene, removing bottlenecks to sustainable Mestra Hygiene in Nigeria. And with me in the studio is Alabi Timilein from Safer Hand Initiative. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing very well, thank you good for to, having me. Good to have you again. Thank you. Now, Manage is an important biological milestone in a woman's life and it marks the onset of the reproductive phase of our life. The average age at Manage is mostly consistent across the populations, and it is between 12 and 13 years of age. Unfortunately, due to lack of knowledge on menstruation, preparedness, and management, or due to shyness and embarrassment, the situation becomes worse for girls. Menstruation is a natural process but it is still a taboo in places like India, and it is considered unclean and dirty. I'm Jumoke Uyikomi. Now, role of teachers in creating awareness regarding menstruation and menstrual waste management. What do you think um, the role of our teachers should be in schools?
1: Okay, Um, teachers have a very big role to play because When it comes to education, menstruation is um, a problem, especially for girls. Um, A lot of girls are more likely to miss school. They're more likely to miss tests and exams when they're menstruating, especially in rural communities. So the teachers can um, just try and educate these girls. Um, For example, um, when I was in primary school, I'm not sure we had anything like um, sexual education Okay, it was until when I got to secondary school and there are girls that start menstruating right from primary okay, five school. six and so I think um they can just try and bring the curriculum down a bit um, just try and make it okay just give them an idea of what they can expect to happen to their bodies in a few months or years and some of them are actually be having it but they can't say it so teachers can just look for I'm sure there are professional teachers. who can look for a way to, you know, just give this information in a very good way to these students and pupils.
0: Now, alongside and um, creating awareness, what are the roles of parents as well? We can't leave it all to teachers. What should um the parents be doing
1: to uh, educate their children on? Yes, parents yes parents are the first line, um, and uh, what they can do is just. Uh, Usually mothers, um, mothers are usually closer to their daughters, especially during the puberty stage, because the daughters can identify and uh, relate their problems. So, um, usually a girl, a, a girl child will give signs when she's having. She can um be acting strange, hiding herself. So parents should try and be uh much more. Uh, how can I put it now? They should try and notice their children' behavior much more. Uh. You know, conspicuously, so you can easily detect. Okay, this girl, she's in the age where she can, she should have started menstruating. So, what are the behaviors that I can check? Is she hiding herself? How is she doing her clothes? Is she packing some of our clothes at the back of her under her bed? You understand? So, what well, with those behaviors, they can be able to see that okay, this is the time for me to talk to her, or even if she's expecting to be menstruating in a few months, so let me talk to her. Um, uh, my child, you're going to have this symptom. So now later. This is what you should do this is what you should do, so parents can also and also there are YouTube videos, YouTube for kids you can install it on their phones those children have smartphones now, so YouTube for kids can I just put those videos there, let them watch it um I think they can even learn much more from there
0: now how can we promote menstrual hygiene in schools since we know um part of the time mm-hmm. if um most of the time they are in school mm-hmm. um so how can it be promoted? promo uh, promotion of menstrual hygiene in
1: schools uh, yes, can um, it be done? Yeah, like I said, they can um they can create seminars in schools um you know bring um experts on sexual health. You can create seminars as well. You can even maybe video seminars as well, or posters and flyers. Just give it to them in class. Okay, like I said, teachers can do this, and also on the assembly grounds, um you can just bring speakers to come and talk to people about. You can make it a girls only because some boys in school might want to jeer and cause um disturbances you can just make it a girls only seminar or boys only seminar as well to educate the other side about menstruation
0: now strategies for the management of menstrual waste are there any strategies that, um, that can be put in uh, place
1: okay um, by far the most efficient way of uh, disposing of menstrual um, absorbing materials and other menstrual hygiene products is just wrap them in a in a bag okay it can be a plastic bag or a paper bag and just try and seal it make it in a way that the pad or anything cannot fall out of that um package or container and you can then safely dispose it do not flush your menstrual pads it can block sewers and block sucker waste So that's a very good strategy i'm sure and you should try to always dispose your um your waste through governmental um procedures like um the lauma and psp because they have um they are they are knowledgeable about these things they have the proper procedures in which to dispose them if you give them to truck pushers they may not know what is inside but uh someone who's working with LOMA likely has experience of if i see this kind of thing i know it's coming from so they know how to properly dispose it so that's what i would advise and the actual strategy to use. You're
0: still listening to Youth Hango on ECHO 89.7 FM and we're taking a look at Mestra Hygiene bottlenecks to sustainable Mestra Hygiene in Nigeria. And with me in this studio is Timile Alabi from Safer Hands Initiative. Now, in what ways can the government help to remove some bottlenecks in assessing and achieving menstrual hygiene in nigeria okay yes
1: uh by far um the government has a very huge role to play okay so for access um you can make uh okay i think um parts actually available in patent stores and most pharmacies so that's a very good um, way and i think one of the major bottlenecks is the pricing okay the pricing um, I think there was even a comparison that was being made that why are condoms and contraceptives cheaper than pads? It should actually not be so. So, uh, I think the government has a role to play there. You can just create a price ceiling, or you can just um just bring in brands that have innovative means that can reduce the price so that the average girl on the street out there can get a pad. I think there have been several interventions. I think um during while well, I was preparing for this, I was able to come um across. An intervention by the Anambra State government to give children pads across schools in Anambra State, so that was a very good um, initiative, and um, also in achieving menstrual hygiene, governments can uh, create intervention programs like education programs going to the streets and just create the awareness that look menstruation is normal. You're not clean. Uh, you're not unclean. You're not dirty. But these are things you can do. The government has high leverage and can achieve these things. Also, um, non-governmental organizations, like the one I work for, Cefiands Initiative, um, we're always about maternal health and that includes ladies and girls. So um, education programs like this, I'm sure there are a lot of people that will listen to this and they will have their knowledge um, as a result. So non-governmental organizations have their roles to play as well. I think um, some influencers on, th- on Twitter had this give a child a part in um campaign one time, and there were a lot of um, ladies and girls that benefited from this initiative. Also, I think the brands that manufacture these parts as well, you know, P&G, Always, um, Lady Care, they can actually do more, because they're actually the ones on the market at the forefront, so they can do more to just uh, decrease their prices. Uh, and maybe distribute in schools. Yeah, distributing distribute in schools less as well. So just create uh, all these things to make it's uh, more accessible and also they can put some directions for use because correctly using um menstrual hygiene products is as important as accessing them so you can put those um just sheets um little paper sheets like the ones for drug medication just put it in those packs so the people that are using them the girls and the ladies can know what to do with these different menstrual hygiene products
0: that's a package for this evening on Youth Angle on Eco eighty nine point seven FM. Special so, thanks to Timile Alabi, Sifa Hands Initiative. Thank you so much for coming. It's Noluwatosi. This your last production for Eco eighty nine point seven FM. I am Jumoke. You're coming. See you same time next week. God bless.